Welcome to Can We Say It? Uh, I've got a very special guest here today with me. So, little bit of a change in our in our um, episode today. Beck has flown back to the states and she's on maternity leave. But very very happy to welcome um, our best friend of Can We Say It, best friend of the pod, <laughs> Alex. Welcome. Hi. Happy to be here. <laughs> this is so awesome. So fun. Thank you for thank you for being here. Alex is um, one of our childhood friends as well. We've known each other for um, very, very, long very time. long time. Too long. <laughs> and Alex is a um, a mother as well, and works for one of the biggest um, tech companies in the world as a head designer. Uh, is that right? Design manager. Design manager. It's fine. I, I used to be a designer. Now <laughs> I manage other designers. Uh, potato, potato. But um. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you very much. This is so exciting. I only, I'm just like a long-time listener of all the episodes <laughs> so far. Our biggest supporter. I, I am. I think this is so awesome. So thank you very much for having me. Yay. So we guess we just wanted to, because you're, you're quite a, you're quite an, you've got a, quite an interesting life you're leading at the moment. Um, working, working, as I said, in tech with, is in a very male-dominated industry and juggling it all with three children and a husband mm. and a household. Mm. Um, how do you find, uh, first of all, uh, I've, I haven't divulged this on Can We Say It before, but uh, for the last two and a half years, I've also um, moved into the tech industry and I find it is, well, in my area, in my department, mm-hmm. extremely heavily male, heavily male, dominated and I was wondering mm. do you find that there's a lot like have you encountered a lot of ego um um I think it's just a different kind of atmosphere I've been in workplaces before where I used to work in uh, agencies so in digital agencies there was far more uh women and like a much more equal um, ratio of men to women in the office um definitely in my current environment there are far more uh, men uh, around and I think that's something that I've gotten used to it's not something that mm. I necessarily notice on a day-to-day basis um, as all tech industry um, kind of companies are very much aware of trying to make a balanced yes. um, between more diverse. more diverse but it's not just about diversity because diversity isn't just hiring more women and mm. uh, more more white cis women um, diversity is far more about uh, hiring a lot more um individuals who are from different backgrounds um specifically to your question around men versus like being in a very heavily male dominated environment it it's draining i'm yeah. not going to say that that it isn't um i, I don't think it's I, I feel it after a whole week of work where i come home and it is definitely i have to be a certain way um in that kind of environment and i hold myself um i guess differently more on guard or more mm. um, intense, potentially um, more forthright, definitely with my opinions. Um, there isn't a lot of room for um, maybe the softer side or the the more kind of, um, there's no like room for kind of delicate flowers in, right. in that kind of environment. And, yeah. and it's not to say that um, different personalities don't thrive in that environment. It's just something that I've personally um, taken on um is it armor is it a way to kind of 
um, steady mm-hmm. myself or think about myself and the way I am ca- I carry myself throughout the office. Um, that's definitely something that mm-hmm. I do. And at the end of the week, you sort of come home and you, you, you're done and, and there's a release, a relief around that. And I don't know whether that's just the high pressure job or the environment or whether it's the fact that it is a very heavily male dominated environment. It's interesting that you mentioned, is it armor? Did you find that you adapted that way in an organic manner or uh, it's something that was something that came out? Is it something that came out? naturally or did you uh consciously put that kind of um response or Mm. response to that environment did was it something conscious or maybe even a bit of both i think i evolved Uh, i mean i still have moments and i'm not saying that i'm not I don't have moments of weakness or I cry at work. I, I definitely cry at work. I've cried to my managers before. I've tweeted Hello, about it. This is it. where I cry. Yeah, this is, this is my time to cry. Um, it's like the better manager I have, the more I feel uh, more comfortable mm. that I can cry with them. I've had my reports cry to me. I think that's not about that vulnerability. I think it's just the level of conviction with which you talk about yes. or with, with, with which you sell your ideas because as designers, mm. like a, a whole part of what we do is actually selling and understanding the business. Mm. Um, and so when you are presenting or you're pitching and you're always kind of hustling, mm. that level of demeanor um, definitely rises when yeah. you are the only woman in a 30, um, you know, person meeting room, all, you know, yes. with all other men. Um yeah, there's definitely an armor or a hardness yeah. to it that, that kind of develops over time. So yes. I think that's maybe a very long answer to your question, but um, it's something that's... It's I feel evolved. Like it, it evolved. Right, yeah. Yeah, because I started off all white, like sort of bright-eyed, bushy-tailed mm. and got thrown around a lot. And I I think I became more passionate somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I had, to, I had to speak louder and in a more passionate manner to get mm-hmm. my point across. That's something that has, I've evolved, something that's mm. been evolving within me. And I don't know if it's the nature of the role or the environment, mm-hmm. as you say. Um, but yeah, and kind of having a more tough exterior. Mm. I, I agree. And, and I, I definitely think the passion, it's interesting. I had somebody, um, uh, some a trusted uh, person uh, said, say to me, you know, you stay angry, you know, you keep pushing. And I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm passionate. This is, this is kind of what I used. To, and I mean, I think that's what he meant. Um, but it yeah. sort of comes across as, you know, I am passionate and I am very forthright. And yeah. I think sometimes that can also come to my detriment, but whether that comes from a male dominated mm. environment or that's just oh, who yeah. I am. Um, oh, and there's a fine line between definitely. passion and firing up. Like, mm, yeah, mm. yeah. Yep, something that I'm conscious of all the time. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, to your point around, you know, is it something that I, you know, I'm born with it or, you know, did I evolve? I think when you're the only anything in the room, when you're the only woman, whether you're the only black person, whether you're the only um, person with a disability, whether you're the only of any type in a room, like everything you do is scrutinized so much more and has so much more kind of eyes on you all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think when, when with that comes this endless kind of pressure to perform at a level that potentially other people who can kind of fade into the background or be kind of just part of the gang and you're never part of that gang you're always the only and I think with that comes this sense of resilience and the sense of um 
passion for what you do and hustle. Yeah, grit, bit of grit, bit of a hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you mentioned being able, to, after a week's worth of work, being exposed to that, coming home, and how do you switch that off? Like, mm. what are some of your ways that you... And, and do you have to switch it off? Um, you know, and how do we juggle juggle the family? What are you? What are some of the things that you do? Um, I think you do. I mean, I I have to switch it off because I feel like um, that's something that I need to stop thinking mm-hmm. about or behaving in a particular way, um, especially because I've got three small children and um, a husband. So for me, I have a a, a number of um, strategies that I put in place. Um, something I've been doing um, recently, which is called No Lights, No Lycra. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's, I don't know if anybody out there knows what that is, um, but it's super fun. And it's an hour where you go into a dark room where, wearing like your gym gear and you just dance, like sweat, dance, and there's no alcohol, there's no talking, there's no lights, there's just, just there's not about the outfit, it's not about like going out, it's not a sceney mm. sort of event, it's, it's just pure release, mm. and that kind of just gives me that sense of self, and really helps kind of, all the sediments in your head, I don't know, yeah. that float around, it kind of, they, they all distill. And I find something like that is super powerful for me. Cool. Um, yeah, so I do I'm that. I'm very excited because you invited all our skills. I did. Uh, shortly, we'll, we, I think in the next couple of weeks, yeah, yeah we're going to be doing that. And so I'm very excited because I've been meaning to go and I haven't, and I just can't wait. I think I'm going to really, it's great. Really get it's a lot very out cathartic. Of it. And yeah. you just, it's just the, the complete you know, the opposite of what we used to do when we were young, where we'd like doll ourselves up right. and we would like dress up and it would be a whole thing and we'd go dancing and it was mm. all about the scene and being kind of showy and yeah. standing around looking however, but this is the literally the opposite. Yeah. And when oh, yeah. you're in your like mid to late thirties, this is, this is how we, you know, get off. On, or you'd have on, to on have life. like 10 vodka sodas just yeah. to get nah. loose and, and dance. And this is yeah. like <laughs> you and your gym outfit with no alcohol, like bottle of water dance like a maniac and you come out how dark is it is it's it very you dark bump into people you have a sense of i take my glasses i wear glasses so i take my glasses off to like make it even more like detached this is my personal oh my preference God. like I, I i don't yeah i kind of want to make it like even more in my own head um it's you, you can kind of sense people around you right. so it's not it especially at the beginning it's um still kind of dusk outside and so it's in a big kind of hall like a school hall um so there's some light kind of cracks through the windows and also people's like um eye watches and stuff like flicker in the thing but there's no like light of any amazing so good Cool. So and you, do, you do yoga as well? I do do yoga. do yoga. I do yoga. Um, I do love uh, yoga as well. Uh, I try to do that at least twice a week. Mm. And I also have an app that I do. So I do a 15-minute yoga session before I go to bed every Which night. Which do you use? I'm I curious. use Yoga Studio. I haven't used that for years. Is it uh, – do you have – does okay. it give you um, – your choice of how long you'd like to spend. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So awesome. you can even have 10 minutes. If you have oh, 10 awesome. minutes, like do a 10 minute yoga, um, or like an hour. an hour. Yeah. You, you can, can do all that's the different, awesome. and then you can do beginner intermediate and then you can even change the poses and stuff. My husband and I do it together. This is what oh my we gosh, do. That is so cute. <laughs> so sad. Um, yeah, we have our little mats and we squish uh, on the floor on our bedroom and we do it together and then we go to sleep. We love that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm admitting too much. Um, yeah, but those are the things that I do to kind of like separate. Mm. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts as well. Yes. I always listen to uh, uh, when I'm traveling, commuting to work, I listen to like a work related podcast um, and usually around design or leadership or um, something around the news, something a bit more hard hitting. And then when I come home, I'm always listening to a funny, trashy, uh, I'm listening, I'm currently listening to um, Ali Wong's new book on mm. Audible, like hilarious. Um, so just again, to like separate my work life awesome. and home life. Cool. Awesome. And do you find that it's um, easy to, after, you know, after doing all that, all that kind of kind of communication you were talking about at work to communicate to children how do you find like switching that part off because I I find it quite difficult personally I can if I have if I'm having a good week and ha- it's like those memes if I've had the perfect amount of sleep and the yoga and like mm-hmm, skin's mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. and everything like all the Stars universe align. are, mm-hmm. is aligned I can have the most patience in the world <laughs> well I think I- I've said this before, like, I feel like, especially when I have a, running, running a team and running a household is kind of quite similar. Mm. I, I, I think the way I speak to my reports, I very much try and have open-ended questions and, you know, trying to, uh, trying to make sure that I'm not like spoon feeding them a particular solution. It's the same with children. Like you don't want to be, you want them to kind of come up with these ideas themselves, like giving them choices or getting them to kind of unpack certain parts of their day. So I do see that similarity. And I think that is the part of parenting I particularly enjoy Mm. is really kind of getting them to push themselves or be their own person you know whether they're doing like an activity after school or whether they're they're having a friendship fire or whatever it is like really nutting it out with them Mm -hmm. that's the bit that I really love I I don't love like the newborn stage which I know you do um I do not (laughs) I do really love the newborns the fresh ones I really do I know um just because it's so straightforward like I know it's either one of five Mm. things I know mm. the whole sleep deprivation is mm. difficult, but it just seems so much easier than what happened today when my preschooler doesn't like that particular dress when they've been obsessed mm. with every single dress under the sun. All of a sudden, that dress isn't good enough. And no, all of a sudden, I'm not wearing dresses at all anymore. It's just skirts, and every skirt we have is in the wash. <laughs> I feel like I've touched the nerve. I can relate to this. I, I mean, just the the baby thing, and now it's going to be out there that I, I I'm a terrible <laughs> terrible person that, that I don't love babies. I had twins, and so I mean, the justified. first justified, but well, you know, yes, hashtag blessed, hashtag oh my god. But you know, when I had my first, um, you know, the first baby is so hard, no matter what. Like mm. it's hard. You don't know what you're doing. I'm I'm not great. I I don't. I'm an only child. I, I've never really been around babies. I don't do babies. And so the first nappy I ever changed was my first born daughter's mm. nappy in in the hospital. And so I don't know. I just find them awkward, and I don't. They don't. They can't focus on you, and there's no response, and and I can't. It's like I can't. If I try the five things and that they're still screaming, like I can't accept that they just scream. Yeah, and so with with the preschooler situation, now I also, you and I were pregnant at the same time. Um, uh, and yes. w- I was pregnant with my twins and, and you had um, your second daughter. And I 
to now have the insane mornings of this dress, not this dress, but that dress, these shoes, not these shoes, the sparkly ones, which ones, the sparkly ones, they're all fucking sparkly, excuse me. Um, yeah, so I get it, but at least I, I am problem solving and I am, I can do this. Like I will oh, yeah. find the dirty dress and I will pick it out of the wash and I will put it on her so we could just leave and get out the door and I'm all about getting out the door if they're dressed in something it's true. we our are winning minds, our minds my standards have lowered oh massively yes my my standards are like beyond like, yeah yeah but my firstborn would never wear any no. of that no. during like when she was at no. age. but this one she runs a mark she looks like a a homeless child yes right? so yes yes, yes, yes. our mothers love this but like i'm talking about like the brain our brains expand so hard like mm. i find myself doing this whole act and I can somehow negotiate or convince an mm. influencer. I become an influencer where I can In somehow, my family, I yes. sell this, yes. this dress. I sell it. Yes, yes. I can, I, I can sell. I know. I can sell any of these Kmart dresses to, to, to my kids as well. It's crazy. But, you know, I can convince one. <laughs> but with twins, there's always... Oh. One will always go awry. It's, and so it's it's challenge. It's it's, it's very challenging. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do feel like the skills that I have as a parent, as a mother of three daughters, de- definitely transferable skills that I use in the workplace day to day. It's it's the same com- yeah. type of selling that I do. And, and logic and sort of reasoning. Yeah, problem solving. Problem like solving, design yeah. thinking at its best. At its best. <laughs> Co-centric and, you know, human focused. Mm-hmm. I know, right? I know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so speaking of mum, mum, you know, juggling, I've made the biggest administ- mother. I've made the biggest administrative error as a mother of my life. Oh God! It's, so that's that's sort of snowballed, and I made it last year unknowingly, and it's had its repercussions this year. Mm. So like, um, aftercare. Mm-hmm. Um, my eldest was enrolled full-time mm-hmm. and last year because of my sort of flexible working conditions I was working from home one day I didn't the, the enroll the re-enrollment forms for 2020 mm-hmm. uh, I had kind of filled out but I wasn't sure of the day so I was like leaving it sort of until the last possible moment when I found out what I'd be doing mm. so and the check boxes are really small and they're up the top and mm. I don't know what but I must have I tick, I ticked, but I missed Monday, Tuesday unknowingly, and no mm. one, no one cottoned onto it. Their admin, their administration didn't cotton onto it, even though she's been going there for the last four, five years, whatever it is. Mm. They didn't say, "Oh, hang on, you're changing your hours this year." Like, no, no. it's first come best dress, and I find out. I literally find out because um, I, I don't know. I went in there to to drop another day. I went there to drop mornings. And they tell me, and then I, then she tells me, oh, and you're not doing Monday, Tuesday, just, you know, whatever it is, Wednesday, Friday. And I said, what? Wait a second, what? Mm-hmm. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday as well. And she's like, like, there's no, no spots. It's, there's a waiting list now. There's like 20 or 30 people down the list. What? Is there oh, any um, preference because she's been like a, a, a lifer? <laughs> like... 
just for everyone else listening to aftercare, like that's like what we do after school, like um, in yeah. Australia, like that's one yeah. of those things that happens when, you know, school finishes at 2.45 yeah. and then they have to be somewhere else until like six o'clock. Um, yeah. Or when you come, come pick them up. So yeah. I, yeah, can you either come at five or oh, hopefully man. not at six o'clock, but if you need it, if mm. you're at work, then yeah. So, mm. so yeah. And I have no mother who is, available like my like grandparents are not um yeah one of the grandparents is not on is not on the table as an option because she's working full time Mm -hmm. so that was the biggest administration i i have have made in my mothering career i have not missed i've missed one lunch box one lunch and it was just a sandwich i missed i put recess in i missed one sandwich in in six years. If only there were plaques for this kind of commitment. <laughs> if only there was awards. So you can Nothing. imagine I was absolutely like in shock and like almost crying to this lady like like I can't. We can't. What do I do? I've got nothing. We've got no one. What am I going to do? So what did you do? Okay. So she obviously saw my distress and she goes look I've got I've got casual days uh-huh. that I can offer you just for the next few weeks because there's someone on holidays. Sounds blah, great. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yes, do that until I fix my life. <laughs> yeah. And that may have transpired into why my mother isn't talking to me at the moment. But mm. I just I just sort of was like, you know, uh, un- un- unleash my woes to her and she wasn't very supportive. So maybe I was like a little bit like, okay, fine, work forever. That's fine. So, did you want her to actually help? Yeah, I would have liked her to try and help, but yeah. she didn't. So then I was like, okay, I'm on my own. Mm. It's fine. I'm on my own. We're on our own. Yeah, Nick and I. And so, um, but so I, I, you won't believe what's happening. So Mondays and Tuesdays, my dad and his carer, so, and and my my dad's not well. Mm. So like he's he he doesn't work, but he's not a well. He's a sick person, mm. um, and his his partner are picking her up Mondays and Tuesdays in an unmarked white van. No, <laughs> seriously. Oh my god! Well, that's well done, you. We hustle. We hustle. You know, talk about problem resilience solving. and problem solving. Yeah, but if, yeah, that is nuts. It's very sweet, sweet of them. Ooh, that's tonic water in a in a wine glass. Um, that's very sweet of them, to be honest. Like, it's really amazing. Like, but it's giving them, I think, a little bit of purpose in their days. Mm. And it's really wonderful. Like, it's they have really a job nice. to do. They have a job to do. And, but, you know, it's just like, if they can do it. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, it's crazy. Anyway. Hmm. We want to get into the family drama right now, but, um, yeah. Family- There's always family drama. Yeah. Family drama is, you know, I, I'm i an only child. I said that before. Like, I, there's a lot of pressure. Being an only child of immigrant parents who came to this country, for me, of course, you know, it's all about, you know, yeah. talk about pressure and, and having that sense of duty. Um, yeah, definitely something that I'm very familiar with. So jealous because you are moving countries. And you're going to be closer to Beck. I am. I am. We're doing the big move. Um, it's only taken me 37 years to move away um, and finally live overseas and work overseas. My husband and I have talked about this probably for the last 15 years since we met. Um, we're moving to the Bay Area in California. 
Very exciting. Very exciting and quite daunting. Talking about administrivia, I was I spent <laughs> three and a half hours yesterday filling out visa forms <sighs> to go to the US, and then I spent another probably four hours trying to book an immigration appointment um, with the consulate, and it's insane. Um, but other than all of those administrative tasks, the actual prospect of going is super exciting. I love the opportunity. Um, I'm very fortunate that my husband is incredibly supportive mm -hmm. of my career and my kind of, going to say the dirty word, ambition. Mm. Ooh, um, <laughs> doesn't make me a bad mother, just makes me want to do better. Um, Nothing and, wrong with being ambitious. You know what I mean. Like it's it sometimes can be something you're like, Mm, don't need to like put it out there like oh no you're supposed to do this supposed to do that have you seen that um be a lady um meme movie thing that's going around with mm -hmm. cynthia nixon no. um, oh we have to watch it afterwards yes oh i saw it but i didn't click yes you need, need to, to click, click. <laughs> yes it's very much we want to be this well you, you should be thin you should be fat you should be this you should exercise like it's really great like it's but i you know it really speaks to women are expected to be, oh, you're supposed to, you know, work like a man and run a home like a woman and, yeah. and all at the same time. And, and I think yeah. it's impossible to have it all. I think yeah. it's impossible to have it all at the same time. And I think um, something that I've been doing with um, my husband and my kids and my work is, you know, really, you know, when the kids were really young and like tiny and newborns and stuff, of course, I stayed home and did all mm -hmm. that stuff. And he traveled and did three days, you know, That's in Canberra right. every day, every week, okay. every week he'd travel to, to Canberra. And, you know, that was pr pretty tough. And so now it's sort of a really good time for us. The kids are a little bit, you know, older. They're just big enough to kind of function, yeah. you know, wipe their own bums which is a win um, mm. when you have three. So, yeah, so that's what why we're kind of taking the big plunge. It's very um, exciting. Very exciting. Um, so I'm looking at schools and I'm looking at, uh, yeah, I'm back on Facebook. Like even though I've kind of given up Facebook, I think everyone's given up Facebook. And the only reason anybody is on Facebook is because of the events and the groups. Yeah. So I'm now back in the groups of all the mums over there in you know in um Does san francisco like crowd they seem great they're like super supportive i'm really excited i'm in a couple of different mum groups in different areas along the peninsula so the <laughs> peninsula i'm i'm all about the lingo uh the peninsula is kind of between um san francisco bay and um sort of san jose and um it's got it's kind of made up of lots of little suburbs um they're called towns and they kind of have their own ways of, of life so i'm sort of stuck my toe in a bunch of them just to kind of get a sense and they're all quite different so like, like yeah so mm -hmm. like san mateo mums is different to the palo alto mums to the right. to the belmont mums to the redwood city like they're mm -hmm. all yeah so i'm in like a couple of them to kind of get a a feel for maybe like what they're talking about and like what they're worried about and you know and also try on for size if that's where we want to live mm. so you haven't picked definitely a spot we haven't picked a spot. We have like a, a, a general area, our logic, and this is our logic from far away. And maybe we get there and realize that was not. Sure, you can always move. We could always move. But I hate kind of 
I hate change, but I'm mm. also very impatient. It's a, it's a weird combination of um, characteristics. Um, yeah, so we're thinking of halfway between San Francisco and my work, which is in Mountain View, uh, which is kind of near near Palo Alto, um, which is what most people are familiar with. And so kind of a 40-minute commute for either one of us, depending on where my husband gets a job once he decides to go back to work. Very exciting. Yes. We'll be missed and I'll be alone and Beck and Alex visit. will be gone. But You'll come, I'll come visit. visit. And we'll do a road trip. Yeah. And we'll, we'll podcast Can We Say It on the road trip. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be great. We'll do. But you, you, you were saying that you're in such, you're in knee deep in administrative hell that you're even flying to a different city just to get an appointment yes. for a visa. Yes, because, because I'm trying to get to a wedding. I've been invited to this wedding a year ago, and then I said, wouldn't it be great if this move to the U.S. would line up amazingly and we would go via this wedding in Hawaii on our way to San Francisco? And uh, by hook or by crook, I am determined for have this to RS- actually the happen. The question is, have you RSV? The bride is very understanding. And I said to her, I don't need my name printed on anything because she's concerned that, like, if we're very last right. minute, that my name won't be printed on the seating chart or the – and I said, that's fine. I'll write my own place card. We can, s- we can guess. we can sit at the shitty table wherever. I'm just going to be glad to be there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I appreciate – this is not as a bride. You don't want the last minute Larry's of you know with mm. five five people, which is you know two adults, three kids, rocking up at your wedding. But then again, it's in Hawaii, so you know. If I, it's a destination wedding, it's a destination you wedding. have to expect you had a destination wedding I in did. Hawaii. You got Maui'd in I Maui. Got Maui'd. It, it was, was the, the best. best. <laughs> Personal jinx. <laughs> this is why we've been friends for so long. Oh, that wedding was so great, and we had that one small child. And it was so great. Oh, I had just I just one. had the one I'm kid. One. Yeah, you. We both had one. Everyone had one. Everybody had one. It was nice. It was. It was a different time. Oh my An god! An easier time. It really was. And back then, I thought I'm never going to go to America again. So I, I, I thought, oh, as you're getting married in Hawaii, I'll just really quickly go to New York. <laughs> which is on exactly the opposite side of the country because I'll never get to America again. And since then, I have been to America eight times. And now I'm moving there. Oh, but never mind. Oh I was so obsessed with New York. And you had a, you, you're, you're a woman who has missions. I have a mission. Like I'm mission very like, you know, if, if the time not, is now. Yeah. I, 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 it, yeah. I set if myself. If the time is now, then yeah. it's now and there's no stopping you. No. And I did this three times in my life. I did it once when I moved to Scotland. Right. I, when so I you ma- have moved, but not together Not as together a as a family. We never really worked. Like, you know, those people who go to oh, London right. and work for three years and then come back, we never did that. And we, we always wanted to do it um, and talked about it. And then it was like, oh, it's the global financial crisis. And, oh, mm. we're having another baby. And, you know, like every – it was never the best time. And mm. we felt there was definitely a crossroads for us at this point. Um, it's good to work in another country. Um, I you did it. I did it. It's Everybody we know has done it. Yes. Coming full circle to our mothers. My mother is not yeah. loving it. It's a different culture. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, good experience. Um, we're going to give it ourselves immer- two years. Immersion. Yes, immersion for two years. We think we're going to give it two years and then we're going to do a, you know. Assessment. Reassessment. A, a retro. Yeah, figure it out. Um, should we stay? Should we go? What should we keep doing? What should we stop doing? Alex is my the, the friend who has like 
the spreadsheets. Mm, there are many spreadsheets. <laughs> I have many. I, you know, I work for a company who deals with, you know, efficiency and best ways of working and teams, um, how to unleash the potential of every team. So I like it's very much translates into my day to day where I use like Trello. And, I know it's always been always my thing. Have a list. There's always a list. There's many notes in my phone there's trello boards there's google spreadsheets and there's an evolution from the note to the trello board from the trello board to the google oh, spreadsheet you have a, me- a method there's a ma- method to my madness and my husband and i share all of those things so we're like on them together it's it's about the single it's also the truth it's also the truth man it has to be i know well, anyway yeah just to get it all done right do you and believe in um because we uh nick's pushing he pushes for he's he loves that a big, big. He's got a big physical calendar on the, on the board. And I'm, I'm like, I like a digital. Calendar. I love a digital calendar. I'm like, who, like like, who the hell remem- remembers this calendar at home? Because like, you're in the kitchen, look at the calendar, and I never look up. No, but I also I'm always on my phone, so yeah. I couldn't. And also, I, I I live on my phone, and like, it's a way of communicating. And I'm a night person, and my husband's a day person. So in the night, I will go through the calendar and like add stuff and like put reminders in and notes, invite everyone notes and there's a whole kind of process. And then I feel like a release that it's all in this calendar and he has all the notifications and it's all on him to whether he like looks at them and accepts them or it's just, I know it's just my crazy. Cause I always get, I always get um, tripped up cause I haven't looked at the physical calendar, but then like... some events I have are in the digital calendar. Oh, man. I've got, this is, yeah, it's not a, it's not the ideal mm. situation or system, but mm. I get the whole thing of writing it down. I get it, get where he's coming from, and to be fair, it is huge. Like, and I'm trying to like get into it more, look up, write mm. it down, because mm. if it's not in there, it's not anywhere. True. It didn't happen. It didn't and happen. I, mm. And potentially plans could go awry. <laughs> yes, we when we well before we had kids, like my husband and I used to fight. Like fight is the wrong word, but like yeah, heated heated disagreements around like oh we have this thing this afternoon and he would have made plans about this other thing this afternoon oh. and so which thing would win and which thing would we go to and eventually it was like right if it's in the calendar that's what we're that's doing. what we're doing if the other thing's not in the calendar we're not doing that and over the time I think like it's definitely been like a marriage hack like having oh, yeah. that shared calendar has been like a lifesaver when we do ask like. Or even we even write it in like wedding cards to like newlyweds it was so daggy. But like you know, if nothing else, you get that shared calendar. Life just seems a little bit more manageable. Yeah, I have one last question for you. This has been great. Um. So, okay, with your toaster at home, I know this is going to sound random. I I like how we're going deep. <laughs> this is a podcast. It's, about it's deep. really been bothering me. Uh-huh. Um. If someone puts like a crumpet in or, or something that like needs to be toasted on a high level, uh-huh. are they responsible for turning it down? No. Or is the person who comes yes. to use the toaster next? Yes. Okay, I they needed. Have to check. I needed someone like your you. Oh I yeah, no, like you have to check because otherwise. Okay, I th- I what was under the impression think? that it. If you put it on a high level, you should turn it down. But you're so busy trying to make the toast and eat it or serve it to the children who are always starving. That yeah. I feel like it's the next person who is okay. full of hope and optimism about having this toast. Right. They're much more in the mindset of like, okay. what do I want out of this meal and what, what toast w- will I need? Fair enough. Okay. All right. We, we're solving the world's problems here. 
Thank you for joining us. Thanks Thank for you for joining. Me. Can we say it? Um, we'll see you next time. Sounds see ya. Great. Bye. Can we see it?